What's going on, everyone? Welcome to Devori Darkens Live. Make sure, when we get this out of the way right now, that you subscribe to the YouTube channel, that you're following, following me on your favorite podcasting streaming service, and if you're joining me live on TikTok, make sure that you follow me there as well. Because I'm going to show up every day for you. Remember, this show is about you. It's about helping you get what you want. It's about you starting to understand the power that you possess. The power of having a purpose. The power of your mind. The power of the universe and how you fit into all that. When you start to understand these things, you'll see the things you've been dreaming about, whatever your fantasies are, whatever your goals are. They're absolutely possible, but you got to start thinking like that person. And that's my job is to help you do that. So again, if you have not subscribed or followed me, make sure you hit those buttons. Also, we want to keep the likes up. We want to keep the engagement up throughout the show because obviously what does that do to the algorithm? It pushes it out to everyone. So if you're getting value, if you feel this is a... Uh, a thing you look forward to and you absolutely enjoy what we're doing here, make sure you share this and you like it and then you tell people about it. Okay. Now that we got that out of the way, what's the affirmation of the day? You guys ready for this? Some of you guys might want to write this down. Some of you guys might want to be writing this down, but it's, it goes like this. I'm so grateful now that I am looking my best and I am feeling my best. I'm looking my best. I'm feeling my best. Now, when I go over these uh, affirmations of the day, make sure you guys understand something here. I write this down in my gratitude list a lot. So usually I'm not sharing affirmations that I don't use myself. Okay. Now I know there's 365 days in a year. So, you know, we'll figure that out when we cross that road, but Right now, the affirmations I've been giving you is what I write down in my gratitude list every day. I'm so grateful that I'm looking my best and feeling my best. Now, again, what happens if you keep telling yourself that? You're going to think that way. You're going to feel that way. You're going to behave that way. That's what happens. It's that simple. So write it down, internalize it, accept it, use it in your own life. Um, and by the way, you want to look your best. And before you really look your best, you want to feel your best. Don't you, don't you want to feel good? Most people every day are saying they don't feel good. They keep saying that that's the story they play in their mind, but you want to look your best. You want to feel your best. I love that affirmation that, that, I love that one because that's, that's, that's my jam every day. I want to look my best and I want to feel my best. And I know you do too. So what's the topic of the day? The topic of the day is understanding your subconscious mind. This has been requested by the way, uh, by a lot of people. And so it's been overdue to say the least. And I felt, hey, my intuition said, let's do that today. Understanding your subconscious mind. Now, 
before we get into it, why do we want to understand our subconscious mind? Why do you want to understand your subconscious mind? If you look at the outcomes you're getting in your life, if you look at your circumstances, your results, your behavior, your belief system, the way that you feel, and the people around you, it's all a result of what's happening in your subconscious mind. Your subconscious mind controls 96% of your behavior. That's where all the habits are located. Your belief system, the ideas, your concept of yourself. It's literally, guys, a computer. And it operates just like a computer. So it would make sense that if you wanted to get something better in your life, you're going to need to make that change in your subconscious mind. And that's the part that I'm going to get into because usually people overlook that. Not because they intentionally do it, but because they don't know any better. So they think, hey, if I just read this book one time, then that will help me change things and I will get the results I want. What they don't understand is they're already programmed. They operate based on a subconscious mind. Just because they read the book, that doesn't mean anything. So we're going to get into that today. We're going to ruffle a little feathers here because some of you guys, you've been playing games with yourself and this is what you need to be focused on to help you truly make progress. And we're going to break it all down. I'm going to give you everything you need to know about the subconscious mind and what you should be doing to make changes. Now, again, if you haven't done this already, make sure if you're watching on YouTube, hit the like button. I get so many people watching on YouTube, but they never hit the like button. Hit the like button. And if you're on TikTok, I see how many people are in here, so get the likes up. All right? That's how you can contribute to this show. Now, understanding your subconscious mind. Well, let's go back to this. Let's tell you a story about the power of the subconscious mind and why we should really be studying this. It doesn't matter if you're a parent, you're a manager, you're a leader, uh, you're a salesman, you're a real estate agent. It doesn't matter what it is. You're 20 years old. It doesn't matter who you are on this planet. Everyone should understand the way the subconscious mind works because that's the answer on why people are doing the things that they do and why they're not doing the things they're supposed to be doing. So you think about it when you're a parent and you're looking at your kids and you're saying, why is my kid not doing that? Subconscious mind. Why am I not doing that? Subconscious mind. Why does my employee keep showing up late every day? Subconscious mind. Why is my coworker walking in the door with a bad attitude all the time? Subconscious mind. Why does my manager treat everybody like crap? Subconscious mind. Why am I not earning the money that I want? Subconscious mind. Why do I keep attracting people who are no good for me? Subconscious mind. Why do I know what I should do, but I don't do it? Why do I keep starting and stopping? Why do I feel stuck? subconscious mind. I think you guys are getting the point here. So this is why you're going to want to pay attention today. Okay. Now, if I go back into my own story, where from the beginning of me coming out of the womb, 
things didn't really go as they really should for most people, right? When you're usually born, you're born to two parents, you go home, you get you know, breastfeed, you know, they make the bonding, they do all that. That didn't happen for me. My mom was a drug addict. As soon as I came out, they took me away from her. Then my father came and got me out of the ho hospital, and then he dropped me off with his baby mama at the time, and she already had five kids. And to my understanding, I don't even think she was able to breastfeed at that time. Who knows? So I was only with her for uh, a short period of time. And then she called my grandmother and told my grandmother, hey, I can't take care of this kid. Um, you need to figure this out. Well, my grandmother, um, she's not the best person either. Uh, she called her sister. And her sister is the one that came and got me and ended up adopting me. So so grateful for her because for some reason my grandmother's lineage just seems to never do the right thing not only was it my grandmother but all of her children just can never make the right decisions so anyways um then i've got a cousin who molested me when i was a kid then i go to school and i've got people picking on me and uh, I'm getting bullied. You know, I get jumped by my house. Um, and guys, this is not a sob story, by the way. I'm telling the story to cue this up, the power of the subconscious mind. All right. So anyways, uh, you know, I got bullied a few times, you know, things like that, whatever. And then um, I go to Houston because I was in California. So I went from uh, attending a school that was probably 98% white to attending a school that was 99% black in Houston. Then that was another culture shock. And then what happened? Got bullied over there too. Right? Oh, you're from California, you know, all this stuff, whatever. Then um, at a certain period of time when I was in high school, because the reason why I went to Houston is my adopted mother, she got breast cancer and so she couldn't take care of me. So she sent me over there. Anyways, um, when I was living over there, First, I was living with people who were very angry, um, and for some reason, and, and I don't know why they were so angry, but I think it has something to do with um, they've, they've had a miscarriage or something like that in the past, and I think they never dealt with it, so they was always walking around with this anger, and they would just basically project that onto me and their son. And then I left that house, and then, then I went to go live with my sister. And my sister, she had uh, children and, um, and this is crazy now that I'm telling the story, uh, the cousin who molested me was also living there with his wife and his kids. So you had about six people living in a condo, okay? Six people living in a condo, all of them smoking weed. The school I'm supposed to be going to is on one side of Houston. We live on the other side of Houston. And it wasn't every day they drove me to school. Not only that, from, from one week to the next, we didn't know, hey, where's the food going to come from? Because none of these people that were living there were working. They had no money. They were just smoking weed, playing video games, doing nothing with their life. As far as the food goes in the home, wasn't really there. I remember we were eating off noodles at one point in time. So that went on. Sometimes the lights would turn off, things like that. And then eventually my junior year, 
my mother's like, hey, I want him to come back home because I guess maybe she was feeling better or maybe she had the intuition that she wasn't going to last. So regardless, she told me to come back home. I went back home to California. And um, in that last year, uh, she wasn't really doing well. She was very defeated, so to speak. Well, I ended up going to the military basic training right after my junior year. And she was supposed to show up to the graduation. Well, she never did. I'm talking about my mother here. She she never did uh, because she was in the hospital at the time. So then I get back from basic training. And a week later, she passes away. Okay. Now, at that point, then I go into depression mode. I don't know what I'm doing. I can't talk to anybody. The whole family is grieving. Everybody's fighting with each other. Nobody's getting along. Right? So I'm in this environment, of course. And then eventually... Um, because me and my sister, we butt heads so much, my other sister, I just leave the house. I, I'm done. So I go live with my friend on his couch. Uh, and his mother it was a great friend of my adopted mother, by the way. She's a very nice woman. Um, so I lived there and I remember really nothing because that entire senior year was a blur because of obviously my mother passing away. Now, fast forward, I get out of high school I get out of high school and now I'm an adult. I'm an adult and now I have these beliefs. I got these ideas in me. I got these experiences up to this point, right? And so I'm looking at the world based on what my subconscious mind was exposed to over my childhood. That's how I see the world. I see the world as people are bad. I see the world as Hey, I was violated, you know, so I can't trust another person. I was seeing the world like, you know what, man, I don't think anything's ever going to change. How could I go through this as a child? Why would, why would that happen to me? You know, the world's evil. Like, why would, why would God let that happen to me? Right. These are all stuff going in my mind because I didn't have a mentor or anybody to tell me otherwise. So anyways, this is how I see the world. I see the world as bad. I see people can't be trusted. I see that I'm not good enough because why else would things like that happen? That's what I was basing it on. Again, my subconscious mind was wide open as a child. I was just exposed to all, all of these situations, all of these beliefs. When adults speak around children, the children accept it. And because parents try to do the best that they can. We understand this, but we're reaching a time where we see the results of programming between the parent and the child. It's becoming more of a conversation. That wasn't a conversation 30 years ago. So a lot of people growing up in the millennial age, they're, they're, they were raised by parents who didn't understand this stuff. So the parents is over there doing this, doing that. They bring people they should not bring to the house. You know, they have certain people that come to the house, expose their children to those individuals, and then they wonder why their children have the beliefs they do. Now, I'm telling you guys this story to bring home the point, the power of the subconscious mind. Your subconscious mind is wide open as a child. And you just accept everything that's happening. Doesn't matter what it is. So when I turned 18, and I was on my own, started my adulthood needless to say i started off 
with a bad paradigm about life. That's the actual program in your subconscious mind. That's how I started off. I didn't love myself. I felt guilty of what happened to me. I blamed myself for what happened to me. I remember after my mother passed away, nobody came to me and said, hey, DeVore, we know that your mother had plans for you to go to college. Those fell through. Can we help you? That didn't happen. I was on my own at that point. And that's okay because if I didn't go through those situations, it wouldn't, obviously I became better for it. But in those moments, that, that wasn't my thinking. <clears throat> and so I was exposed to these things and I'm thinking straight out of, or starting out in my adulthood, man, people, I just can't trust people. I don't want them around. In fact, I hate people. I don't like money. I hate money. The reason why I felt that way, again, because I was exposed to a traumatic situation. Think about this. Traumatic situation, being molested. Traumatic situation, seeing your mother pass away. Traumatic situation, seeing that your family took all your money from what you earned in basic training, told you they were going to pay it back, did not pay it back. Then when you got money for your own self, um, they basically manipulated me into giving them some of that money. Now, I didn't know any better, and it's not really their fault. It's my own ignorance. It is what it is. Now, that's why I had a bad relationship with money. I was exposed to those situations. They were very emotional. Why am I queuing this up this way? Because if we want to start understanding the subconscious mind, we have to understand that it operates based on repetition and emotion, and they work together. And when you go through a traumatic event in your life, you will have new ideas, new habits, or new beliefs, because the situation is so traumatic, it's an instant impact into your subconscious mind. This is what would be called an emotional impact, by the way. Where something happens, it immediately shocks your subconscious mind, Ideas are fixed immediately, took no repetition, boom. Now, the other way is as a child, you learned your name through repetition. You learn how to speak the language you were speaking through repetition. You learn how to eat through repetition. You learn how to walk through repetition. You learn how to tie your shoe through repetition. Those are the only two ways to change what's happening in your subconscious mind. Now, I didn't know that, obviously. So, 18-year-old Devore is just out there. Subconscious mind, paradigms, and total control. He's not thinking for himself. Not at all. We're going to get into the difference, by the way. And so, obviously, this leads to outcomes and results that were not good. And so I'm telling you guys this story to say that probably every one of you guys have a story just like that. And if you want to start understanding your subconscious mind, just look at your story. Look at your current life today and look at your story. They'll tell you why. You were exposed to what you're exposed to. There was nothing you could have done. It happened. It is what it is. But that's why you do the things you do, and that's why you don't do the things you're supposed to do. Is because you were exposed 
to your parents, friends, family members, siblings, other children, teachers, pastors, media, Hollywood, music, newspapers, the news, all of that just right into your subconscious mind. You got beliefs that you're unaware of. They're only going to happen when you run into a particular situation and then they get triggered. You're not going to know everything. You're not going to know every little thing that you've been conditioned to do or not to do. But that's the part of why we want to understand. So when it does come up, we know what we should be doing about it. So you guys could tell the story about this just for, for yourself. You know, you've had some things happen to you. You've been exposed to something and you can now see why you behave the way that you do because of that situation. That's why. So let's get into the problem. And why I wanted to tell that story before getting into the problem is because you guys can tell a story like this about yourself. And that's why you're going to be able to make changes because you first need to be aware of what needs to change. And it's hard to do that if you don't really remember what happened to you. Like if you can really connect the dots, you can see, oh, that's where that belief comes from. Oh, okay, that's how I got that habit. Okay, that's why I see myself this way. Oh, okay. You can connect the dots that way. So what's the mistake? What is the mistake that people are making in their life and why they're not getting the results they want? It's because they don't understand that they operate based on habits. They have a belief system. If I was going to sum all this up, your subconscious mind has a program inside called your paradigm. Your paradigm is the lens that you see your life through. And that lens was not created by you. That was created genetically and environmentally. Genetically meaning there are things that you believe and the way you see the world that your parents or your grandparents see. Not every single thing, but there are things. And then environmentally is just what you were exposed to. So you have this lens and that's how you see the world through, through these lens. And so if you think about my story, my lens was flawed, right? My lens was, oh, people are bad. They're looking to take advantage of you. People will violate you. You know, you got to keep your distance. You know, you got to become cold hearted. You got to be closed off. You can't trust nobody. Screw money. I hate money. Money's bad, right? That was the lens I was looking through. Well, why was that? Because of those situations. Those situations developed the lens that I was seeing the world through um, as an 18-year-old. And because I didn't know any better, I was operating in ignorance. I thought that was the truth. That was the facts. And nobody at the time could tell me differently, probably, because probably wasn't in a position to listen anyway. So when we truly think about it here, when I say the word paradigm, it's just an, it's a, it's a great word. Uh, it's a professional word. It's a word that was used uh, by Bob Proctor. He's the one that describes it this way. And what he says 
is that your belief system, your habits, your logic, your effectiveness, your ability to earn money, your ability to develop relationships, the concept and the way that you feel about yourself, and we rolled all that together, that's called a paradigm. And so if you want to get better things in your life, you're going to need to change what? Your paradigm. That's what's going to have to happen. But here's the problem. People step out and they say, you know what? I want to I want to do better. Which is great, by the way. I want to earn more money. I want to get a better job. I want to start this business. And because they don't understand what I just went through, they take step one and then they stop. Why? Because step two, three, four, five, and six is not in their subconscious mind. They don't have the habits of doing that. This is why I bring up decision a lot. Because a decision makes you step outside your comfort zone and do something that you were not programmed to do. Especially when that decision is towards what you want to achieve in your life. And what you want to achieve in your life is something you've never done before. So the person sitting there, they're starting the business. Listen, I'll even just use my own story. I had a business before. It was a, it was a, uh, a, local, uh, a local marketing business. So it was doing marketing for local service-based businesses. I'm talking uh, plumbers and HVACs. Um, chiropractors, mechanics, things like that in the local city. Started this business. So, you know, I'm thinking, all right, well, we'll just, you know, cold call everybody. We'll do all these things. And I noticed that I was not cold calling enough. I noticed that I wasn't following the program. I noticed that I started taking shortcuts. I noticed I didn't believe And then what happened? Well, after, I don't know, six months or so, I stopped. I gave up. Why? Because at that point, my subconscious mind or the real word here, my paradigm, it auto-corrected itself. Because it's like, hey, buddy, um, not only did you not make a committed decision, you don't believe, and you're way outside your programming here. We're going to pull you back. That's exactly what happens. Because we don't understand that, that's what happens to us. So when a person's like, hey, Devori, why do I keep starting and stopping your subconscious mind, your paradigm? You don't know that. You don't understand how to deal with it. You don't understand how to respond. What most people will do, and this is where we break down a fear uh, conversation here, because this will happen to people. They have the dream, maybe the house they want to get, maybe the coaching that they want to receive. Um, They have a decision they have to make that will absolutely improve the quality of their life and help them get what they want. The problem is this decision is outside their comfort zone. It's not in harmony with the way they've been programmed. So when they go to make the decision, fear, worry, 
doubt, anxiety, all hits them at one time. And they feel absolutely uncomfortable. Now, what will normally happen to that individual is they will not make the decision anymore. They will pull back and go back to doing what they were doing previously. So instead of buying the house, they said they wanted to buy. Instead of getting the car, they said they wanted to get. Instead of starting the business, they said they wanted to start. You know, instead of getting the coach that they said they were going to get or the help that they needed to get, they pull back and they go back to doing what they were doing because they're not conditioned. They don't understand what's happening in their mind. They don't understand that the doubt, the worry, the fear, the anxiety is absolutely normal. Those are indicators to tell you you're outside your comfort zone. Now, why would you want to be outside your comfort zone? Because that's the process of reprogramming your subconscious mind, creating permanent change. You have to go outside your comfort zone to do that. But because people lack that information, let alone understand it, the most natural response is to just pull back and not do anything. And this is why when I speak to people, I'm talking to people sometimes where they'll say, well, how long have you been thinking about this business or this dream or this goal of yours? I've been thinking about it for years, Devori. So you've been sitting on this idea for years. You know why? Because their subconscious mind, their paradigms in control. That's why. So if you really think about it, the problem you're facing and you're experiencing is when you go, well, let me frame it this way. When you start and stop, when you don't follow through with what you want it to do, when you get the emotion of fear and you got worry, doubt and anxiety hitting you at all at one time, and then you pull back and, and then you give up. The mistake here is you don't understand your subconscious mind. You don't understand why that's happening and you don't understand how to respond to it. Now we're going to get into what you should be doing about that, but I just want to make sure you're clear on why are you not doing the things you know you should be doing? It's your paradigm. It's the lens you see the world through. That's why I always challenge you guys to do this. Read the comment section of videos from people who are big and are giving advice. For example, Alex Harmozy, Grant Cardone, Gary V. Just read their comment section. Read it. When you read the comment section, you'll see the way people see the world. You'll see it. You'll see that people have been conditioned to believe nothing. So when they see something, they believe immediately it's a scam. They're seeing the world through that lens. They think everything's a scam. What they don't understand is when someone like, let's say, Grant Cardone or Gary Vee or Alex Hermosi or anybody of that nature, I know I'm missing people give advice and say, hey, if you want to get this result, take these three steps, step one, two, and three. They're absolutely correct, by the way, people. The problem is, is that you're not programmed that, that way. So you, one, you're not programmed. Two, your perception doesn't even match the way that they see those steps. Number three, you lack understanding on what those steps really mean. Number four, 
Your paradigm's not going to let you do that. So what's the best thing to do? People just come back and say, oh, this is a scam. That only works for people like them. That's their paradigm talking. That's their logic, their belief system, their concept of themselves. That's who's really doing the talking. By the way, if you haven't caught on by this point, you're not your paradigm. You're not your subconscious mind. You have a subconscious mind. You have a paradigm. There's a difference. That's not who you are. You have one. This is why you have the ability to observe your thoughts. You have the ability to be aware of what you're thinking about because you're not the actual thought. You're awareness. Meaning you're a spiritual being living in a physical body and you have an intellect. Where's the subconscious mind? In the intellect. When we get into understanding these things, it really makes sense on why we do the things we do and why we don't do the things we're supposed to do. Now understand this. You read those comment sections, you're going to see people's paradigms screaming loud and clear. That's not possible. I can't do that. I got a family. You know, that's a scam. Oh, that only works. He's not telling the truth. And what they're missing is they're not thinking for themselves. Their paradigm is in total control. Their conditioning, their subconscious mind. So as we wrap up the problem here, and we really think about why are you experiencing um, what you're experiencing when it comes to not getting the results you want. The relationship is not what you want it to be. Your money is not where you want it to be. You're not happy with yourself. You have the tendency to start and stop. You quit on yourself. You don't believe in yourself. That's coming from your paradigm, which is in your, inside your subconscious mind. That's why that's happening. And it works on autopilot. It's a computer system. Think of it this way. Your com the, the computer system in your mind, it's the subconscious mind. The subconscious mind is the computer system. The program in the computer system is your paradigm. So the computer system, when you were, when you, you know, when you were born, your computer system was open to, to code. Give me more applications. Give me programs. Give me coding. That's what your subconscious mind wanted. Because that's how you learn as a child, as a baby, a toddler, a child to get to, to continue to grow. Your subconscious mind is wide open. It wants to keep growing as quickly as possible. <clears throat> So it's like, give me more programs, give me more applications, give me more codes. What would be an example of a program, the language you speak? What's another example of a program? The, the, the way you dress, how you tie your shoes. What's another program? Religion. All these things passed down and environmentally programmed into your computer system called the subconscious mind. And not everything about the subconscious mind is bad, by the way. There's a lot of great things about it. Like speaking the language you speak, you don't want to wake up tomorrow and then all of a sudden it's gone. So the subconscious mind is great. When we get a habit in there, when there's a belief fixed in there that is positive, that's a great thing. That means you're going to do it without thinking about it. 
That's great. We want that. The issue here is there's beliefs and ideas and habits that are not serving us, that contradict the life we want to live, and we need to change that. So that's where we're at in the process. All right, if you're on YouTube and you're watching right now, hit the like button. Get the likes up, guys. Get the likes up. If you're on TikTok, let's get the likes up. Now, before I get into the steps of understanding the subconscious mind, what you should be doing to change it, you got to understand a couple of things. Number one, it can be changed. You can do it. It is absolutely possible. Will it take some time? Yes. Are there certain beliefs that you'll be able to replace immediately? Yes. Are there certain beliefs you won't be able to replace immediately? Yes. Are there habits you can get rid of immediately? Yes. But are there habits you can't get rid of immediately? Yes. It's a process. You'll be doing this for the rest of your life. That's a disclaimer there. I don't think some of you guys, if not most people who go on social media and they hear about the subconscious mind or mindset, they're not told a real story here. The real story here, folks, is you can absolutely change what's happening in your subconscious mind. You can, but it will take time. There is a process involved. And mo mo most of the time, it's always recommended that you have a mentor who's helping you because you have been looking at your world through a set of lens. And when a mentor comes in, they help you remove the lens and put a new one on. When you're trying to do it yourself, the likelihood that you're going to take off that old lens and put on a new one on a consistent basis, that's not likely. No accountability, nobody there to help you continue to think for yourself. You'll talk yourself out of it every time. This is why when people come to me, usually the common complaint I always hear, Devore, I've been doing this myself for the last few years and the results haven't changed. It's because your paradigm already knows what you're trying to do. It's not stupid. It already knows you're trying to change. It knows why you're picking up that book. It knows why you're trying to watch those YouTube videos. It knows why you just bought that course to start that business. It knows what you're trying to do. And it's just sitting there. If it was a person, it's just sitting there like, <laughs> okay, you really think you're about to, um, nah, you ain't going to do nothing. And it's right there in your ear like it's another person in the shower telling you, man, that was a stupid idea. Why would you even invest that money? What are you doing? Oh, you're going to quit your job? You're dumb. You need security. You need to play it safe. Like if you really thought about the paradigm as a person, that person's in your ear 24-7 telling you why you can't do something. And sometimes it's not aggressive, guys. It, it's It's... The ultimate finesse machine. It will finesse you into staying exactly where you are today. It will finesse you into not believing in yourself. It will find every single reason possible to make you see why you can't do what you want to do in life. And that happens through the people you attract, the way you see these people, the way you see media and things you're exposed to on social media, the way you interpret everything. That's your paradigm doing that. 
So when you see these positive ideas or these inspired ideas or great information you get from other people, you start seeing this and a part of you is like, man, that is that is a good idea. That's so right. Here comes the paradigm. Oh, yeah. How, how much is that? How long is that going to take in this economy? That ain't possible. And then what, what do you do? Because you don't know any better. What do you do? <laughs> you give up the idea. It fades. So, again, will this take some time? Yes. Is this a big challenge for people? Absolutely. But I'm going to tell you something right now. Or actually, I'm going to ask you a question. What's the alternative? What's the alternative? Wouldn't you rather spend your days creating a new program for yourself, meaning thinking differently for yourself? You're going to have some days where it's a challenge. It's hard work. Some days you're not going to feel it's working. But in the end, you're going to see growth. You're going to see progress. You're going to see changes. You're going to get better results. Would you rather experience that than to just conform and accept the way your life is today, live however long you're going to live for, and then when you're about to die, you say the words, damn, I wish I could have did this. I wish I could have did that. I'm sure you guys are all going to answer the same. But when you answer the question... Then I want you to follow up with another question. How committed are you really to making this change? Because to say that you want to change, to say that you want to step outside your comfort zone and go after what you want, that's one thing. But to actually do it is another. Every day somebody says, I'm going to start that business. They never do. Every day somebody says, you know what? I'm going to leave this relationship. They never do. I'm going to get a better job. They never do. I'm going to get my health in order. They never do. Why? Subconscious mind, the paradigm, and they lack decision making. This is why I always tell you guys. I always read the decision statement out of Think and Grow Rich. I also share with you no one is ready for a thing, right? From Think and Grow Rich, you guys remember that? There's a difference between wishing for a thing and being ready to receive it. Nobody is ready for a thing until they believe they can acquire it. Where does the belief come from? You got to make a committed decision. You got to say, I'm doing that regardless. Someone would have to kill me to stop me. And you stay focused on what you want. And when you keep doing that every single day, because remember, subconscious mind operates on repetition. You keep doing that. You make that emotional decision every single day. You keep waking up and saying, no, I'm doing that. I'm doing that. Your paradigm is going to try to fight you. But because you're so emotion involved. Oh, you'll 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 make it happen. But this is why I say before we get into the steps, guys. I'm giving you the prerequisite because I can give you the steps every single day for the rest of the year. It won't make a difference if you don't make a committed decision. If you don't believe. You have to believe and you got to make a committed decision. The state of mind must be belief, not mere hope or wish. 
Open-mindedness is essential for belief. Closed minds do not inspire faith, courage, or belief. Why would somebody be closed-minded? Their paradigm is in 100% control. When people are open-minded, that means they've been creatively thinking for themselves. They've been playing with ideas in their mind. They've been saying a lot of, well, what if I could do this? What if I could do that? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So as I go through this, keep an open mind. Just accept it. You don't have to, but if I were you, I would just accept it. This is what Bob Proctor told me. Just accept what I'm telling you. If you have a hard time believing in what I'm saying, just believe that I believe. Just believe in my belief. Because I believe this without a doubt that this works. I believe you can absolutely change. You can get what you want. I've seen it time and time again. I've seen it with myself. I've seen it with my clients. I've seen it with people I don't know. And the results they got, oh, it's just, you can't explain it. So this can happen for you. All right. But you've got to make a committed decision. Okay. Now let's, let's get into this. Let's get into this. Step one that we want to understand about the subconscious mind is that it doesn't have the ability uh, to reject. It accepts everything that the conscious mind is given to it. Let me read this to you guys. You'll, you guys will appreciate this. Your subconscious mind receives information from the conscious mind, which is your thinking mind. And it accepts all the data that the thinking mind puts into it. The subconscious mind doesn't discriminate with any of the information coming into it, but instead accepts everything that the thinking mind believes is true. In other words, your subconscious mind accepts information that has been emotionalized from your conscious mind. For example, you wake up, to, up this morning, you trip over yourself, and you knock your knee into your dresser. You're pissed. You're emotional. You're upset. And what do you say? Today's going to be a bad day. Not only did you say that idea, but you were emotional when you said it. Your subconscious mind accepts it. So what will your behavior be for the rest of the day? It will be someone who has a poor attitude. Your body language will show it. You'll be looking for something wrong today. And you'll find it. And today will turn out exactly what you said it was going to be. Because when you said what you said, you were emotional at that point. Subconscious mind accepted it. I'll give you another example. When you hear music on the radio, you may not like it day one. But when you keep hearing the same song over and over and over again, because music by default is emotional. Doesn't matter what it is. Music by default is emotional. So when you hear the song play over and over and over again, even though you don't like the song, what happens? You end up knowing the lyrics. Why? Because when you're emotional, your subconscious mind is wide open. And the song just keeps going into your subconscious mind. 30 days later, 60 days later, all of a sudden the song plays and you know every lyric. And you're dancing to it. But I thought day one you didn't like the song. What happened? It's because your subconscious mind accepts it. 
That's why. That's another great example. Here's another example for you. When you're around that friend that you know you should not be around, you know the friend that complains, that gossips, that seems to be negative Nancy, you really care about them, you love them, maybe you've been good friends with them for many, many years. And so it's just a habit to go around them. So you go around them knowing you shouldn't. And what do you see happen with your behavior? Your behavior starts to change when you're around them. They bring things out of you that you usually don't show to other people. Why is that? Because when you're in a conversation with them, you're emotionally involved. You're listening to everything that they're saying. Because you like their personality. You guys have history. So, you know, you don't think much of it. But come to find out when you take a step back and you see the way that you act around this person versus everyone else. Again, your subconscious mind is wide open when you're emotionally involved with somebody like that. Now, what you want to do is make sure you're around somebody who's positive, of course. But I'm giving you guys the example of negative because we all have had that person in our life. That friend, that family member that just seems to just want to be on the wrong track. We love them, but we know, yeah, they're not going in the right direction. Because all you have to do is look at their results. So when you're standing there and you're spending time with them, repetition, you hang around them every week, repetition, you wonder why you act the way that you do. You get it from them. This is why parents know what I'm talking about. What happens when your child is hanging around someone who is a negative influence? What happens with their behavior? They come home, start doing things like, hey, 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 I didn't, I didn't raise you to do that. What are you doing? Where'd you get that from? Have you been hanging around with Johnny? Johnny, the guy who just got suspended. Johnny, the one who tagged up the high school. Johnny, the guy who sags his pants. That Johnny. And then your kid comes home sagging his pants, starts talking back, using curse words. And you're like, wait a minute. I didn't, I didn't raise you to do that. It's because your child has been exposed to someone else. And your child is emotionally involved in that other individual. So their subconscious mind's wide open. They just accept it. I think you guys are getting the point here. Your subconscious mind cannot reject. It can only accept what you have emotionalized in your conscious mind. That's the way that it works. Now, if we go to chapter four, auto-suggestion and think and grow rich. Napoleon Hill says this. He says, plain, unemotional words do not influence the subconscious mind. You will get no results until you learn to reach your subconscious mind with thoughts or spoken words, which have been well emotionalized with belief. He goes on to say that do not become discouraged if you cannot control and direct your emotions the first time you try to do so. Ability to reach and influence your subconscious mind has its price and you must pay that price. You cannot cheat even if you desire to do so. The price of ability to influence your subconscious mind is everlasting persistence in applying the principles described here. What he is really saying is what I talk about a lot. The price that you're going to pay to get a new idea into your subconscious mind is you must be obsessed with the idea. That's the price. 
It ain't going to happen half-assed in it. It just won't work. Your subconscious mind is too, it's too strong for that. It's too advanced. Especially if an idea is, it goes contrary to an existing one in your subconscious mind. Meaning, for example, if you have a belief right now that money is absolutely evil and bad, for you to try to plant the new idea that money is good, oh, that's going to be a challenge. You're going to have to be obsessed with that idea. You're going to have to be exposed to different type of people, different type of experiences. It's going to take some work. It, it, it can happen, of course, but it's going to take some work. So that's why he's saying, let's read it again. The ability to reach and influence your subconscious mind has its price, and you must pay that price. You cannot cheat, even if you desire to do so. The price of the ability to influence your subconscious mind is an everlasting persistence in applying the principles described here. The principles described here are you got to have a burning desire, the obsession. This is what I was saying. You got to make a committed decision. You cannot develop the desired ability for a lower price. You and you alone must decide whether or not the reward for which you are striving for is worth the price you must pay for its effort. That's another thing that must be addressed. That's why I feel it's best to give you guys some, some cold hard truth. Are you willing to wait? It won't feel like waiting when you're obsessed, by the way. But I do have to frame it this way to get you guys to really think. Are you willing to wait for that dream? Are you willing to wait for the outcomes that you really desire, that, that you have a desire for? Are, because you're going to have to put in the work. And I'm not just talking about physical action here. I'm talking about the mental work. Are you willing to wait for that process to take place? The most basic example of this is some of you guys have vegetable gardens in your backyard. When the season is ready and you go out to plant this garden, you guys all have accepted the fact that it's going to take time. It's a process. You need to water it every day. You need to protect it from insects. Sometimes you're going to need to protect it from the sun so they don't burn. You understand that you're going to have to put in the work for that. And you've accepted it. You're willing to do it. And you follow through, you do it, you get your vegetables. But ask yourself, have you been applying that same level of understanding and commitment to your goals? Or are you the person that set a, set a goal and then one week later you're like, I don't see the results. Why isn't anything happening? I, I, I don't see any, wh wh where is it at? How long is this going to take? How much is this going to cost? Because see, when you go into that mindset, what are you telling your subconscious mind? And matter of fact, when you go into that level of thinking, that's your paradigm doing that. That's not even you. See, the real you is the person or the spiritual being that said, hey, oh, I want that business. Oh, I want to earn that amount of money. Oh, I want to go there. I want to go there. I want to do this. That's your spiritual side, wanting to express itself, wanting to access more abundance. This is why I always tell people, what's really happening, people, is God is manifesting through us. That's why we have the desires that we do. That's why we have the fantasies and the dreams. We always want to get up and do more. We want to expand. We want to grow. That's God. Absolute expansion, not contraction. 
Not scarcity, abundance. But on the flip side of that coin, we have a paradigm that's trying to tell us, no, you can't do that. So we must understand to bypass that paradigm is we have to be emotionally involved in what we want. We have to be obsessed. We cannot give our subconscious mind plain, unemotional words. It will automatically reject it. That's what we have to do. Now, let's go back to this. There's a difference between wishing for a thing and being ready to receive it. No one's ready for a thing until they believe they can acquire it. The state of mind must be belief, not mere hope or wish. Open-mindedness is essential for belief. Closed minds do not inspire faith, courage, or belief. I say that because you have to get yourself or you have to get yourself to a level where you absolutely believe without a doubt about what you want. You have to believe. I'm queuing this up for the next two steps you got to take. I'm telling you, in this very first step, you must understand the way that you speak, what you're thinking about. If you're emotional about it, it's going right into your subconscious mind. Doesn't matter whether it's positive or negative, it's going into your subconscious mind. Now, once you start to entertain positive things in your mind, meaning you start to think about what you want, you start visualizing the outcomes you want to get, and you believe in those outcomes, your subconscious mind will accept that. And that's what will happen. Again, that's a process. That's a process. That's not just going to happen overnight. Because I know some people are telling you guys that, oh, this you could do this tomorrow. Your life's going to change right now. I'm not telling you that. I'm telling your life can change. It will change if you do these principles that we're talking about. If you follow what Napoleon Hill is saying and think and go rich, that you got to believe. You have to believe. You got to make a, a committed decision. Now, now that we understand, step one is, okay, got it, DeVore. When I'm thinking about reprogramming my subconscious mind, I need to be emotionally involved and what I want to reprogram it with. What are we talking about? The goal that you have for yourself, you need to be obsessed about. Or the new habit you want to develop, you need to be obsessed about. The outcomes you're looking to get, you need to be obsessed about it. The business you want to start, you need to be obsessed about it. The key word is obsession. That's what you have to do. Step one here. And understanding the subconscious mind is you need to be obsessed with the new idea you want to put in there. You're not obsessed with it. It ain't going to happen. That's why so many people know what they should do. Don't do it. That's why so many people read the books. Nothing happens. They're not obsessed. That's just the bottom line. That's why it doesn't matter the strategies. Somebody can always tell you, try this strategy, try this business idea, go about it this way. They can give you all that. It's not going to make a difference because you're programmed already. The difference happens when you start to emotionally get involved in a new idea and you become obsessed with it to the point where you absolutely believe and you have unwavering faith about it. That's what happens. And you've got to believe on three levels. You got to believe in your conscious mind. You got to believe in your subconscious mind. And then you need to believe with those actions that you're taking. Your actions should represent your level of belief. They all, it always will. 
So, one, unemotional words do not access or do not have any influence on your subconscious mind. That's number one. Now, number two is you need, you need to be very clear. You need to be very clear on what you want to put in your subconscious mind. Now, why is that? Remember, we're here to understand the subconscious mind. The subconscious mind is already set. It's a computer system. The program in that computer system is called your paradigm. That's where your beliefs, your habits, the concept of yourself is located. If you're not clear on what you want, your paradigm is just going to keep rolling. Your paradigm does not accept vague, unemotional ideas. I'll put it to you like that. You cannot come at your paradigm with vague, broad statements. You got to be very clear on what you're asking for and what you want. You have to be very clear. Very clear. And one of the basic examples of this is when you pick up a dollar bill, if you guys were to imagine the dollar bill in your mind right now, you can see with clarity what it looks like, how it feels, how it smells. You guys can pretty much do that in your imagination. The trick here is whatever the outcome you're looking for, you need to have the same level of clarity. You need to be able to see it, almost feel it, and almost taste it or smell it. That's how clear you need to be. That's how clear you need to be. Why do so many people fail to make changes in their life that are permanent, meaning to change something happening in their paradigm or their subconscious mind is because one, they are not clear. They are trying to do 80 different techniques at one time. They got a hundred affirmations over here. Then they're doing crystals and then they're doing meditation. Then they're going over here doing yoga. They're, they're doing all of these things, but they're not actually clear on the idea they want to put in their subconscious mind. They're doing a lot of great things, but the results really are not changing. This is where the power of focusing on one thing at a time really comes into play. Trying to change multiple things in your subconscious mind is a classical mistake. It won't happen. You need to focus on one thing. Max two, but just one thing. What I did uh, after my story, I joined the military, which some of you guys are already aware. I did this in the military. I got up to the rank... At the age of E7, which is faster than anyone I knew, by following that exact concept, the only thing I ever cared about, the only thing that I focused on was the next rank. That's it. I wasn't focusing on going to the bar and getting chicks. I wasn't focusing on doing drugs or alcohol. I wasn't focusing on, hey, what are we doing on Sundays? Let's go watch football. I wasn't focused on any of that. The only thing I ever cared about was how am I going to get to the next rank? And that's how I walked around every day. And that's why people thought I was an asshole. Like, man, why do you take stuff so seriously? Why can't you just relax? Because they're relaxed. They're not going anywhere. You want to get something in your subconscious mind. You need to become obsessed and commit yourself to one idea. You try to do multiple things. 
That's like the entrepreneurs out there trying to have five different businesses at one time and they haven't mastered one. It ain't going to work. Focusing on one thing at a time. What did Bruce Lee say? He does not fear the man who's practiced 10,000 moves. He fears the man who practiced one move 10,000 times. Because that individual has mastered that move. You want to master this idea and get into your subconscious mind? Just keep it one thing at a time. One thing at a time. That's why I often tell people, you want to get healthier? You want to be going to the gym? You want to get a better body? Just get the habit of going to the gym in the first place. Do you even have the habit of going to the gym? Just make that the habit first. Don't worry about how to work out. Don't worry about trying to look like a bodybuilder and all this other stuff. Don't worry about any of that. Don't worry about what's the best exercises to do. Just make the habit of going to the gym in the first place. Well, Devore, I really want to change. I want to forgive myself. I want to make better things happen in my life. De develop the habit of showing up every day and studying for yourself. After working with people for so many years, the most successful people that have been in my clients and gotten phenomenal results were the individuals who first developed the habit of showing up every day and studying. Those individuals always get great results. But the people who try to come to me, they want to get the results, but they don't want to study. They never get the results. Doesn't work. Because habits, they build on each other. There's levels to this. A master in their own industry, what have they done? They've mastered the fundamentals. You want to get things better in your life? You want to make changes in your subconscious mind? You need to master the fundamentals. What is one of the fundamentals? You need to take it one thing at a time. The fundamental also is you need to be obsessed about it. You need to make a committed decision about it. It needs to be a final thing that you're going to do. The only, the only way it's not going to happen is because somebody walked up to you and shot you in the head. That's the only way it's going to. That's the only way it's not going to happen. That's how convinced you must be. This is a fundamental thing. Let's read it. Chapter eight decision. Chapter eight decision. Analysis of several hundred people who had accumulated fortunes well beyond the million dollar mark disclosed the fact that every one of them had the habit of reaching decisions promptly and of changing these decisions slowly if and when they were changed. Successful people make decisions quick and they don't go back on it. People who fail to accumulate money without exception have the habit of reaching decisions, if at all, very slowly and of changing these decisions quickly and often. Paradigm. You know why people change decisions while they go back on what they said they were going to do? Paradigm. They're not committed. Not committed. They're not emotion involved enough. They don't want it enough. They're not obsessed. When their desire is weak, their paradigm is in full control. And I'll give you one step further. The majority of people who fail to accumulate money sufficient for their needs are generally influenced by the opinions of others. Why? Their paradigm. They don't believe in themselves. They don't value their spiritual opinion of themselves. They don't value these inspired ideas that they get. Paradigm's in control. And what happens? The paradigm loves opinions. Loves them. Because it knows if you listen to opinions, you'll stay where you are. You guys got to understand. 
you have to start understanding what you're dealing with inside your subconscious mind. It's like another person that is trying to stop you from achieving the things you want to achieve in your life. Some of it's for good reason, but most of it is not. Because our purpose here in life is to grow and expand. We can't do that when we continue to let the paradigm be in full control of ourselves. It ain't going to happen. And this is what happens to majority of people. They will live out the rest of their lives never growing at all. They've been the person they've always been. Nothing has ever changed. They've made the same money every year. They've had the same type of relationships every year. They haven't made really any impact. They've played it safe. That's the story of their life. Then there are individuals who every year they're doing something new. Every time you see them, they've changed because they're not allowing their paradigm to stop them. This is why if you're influenced by the opinions of others, you will have no desire of your own desire, obsession, falling in love with what you want. They all are in relation with each other. If you have no desire, you don't want what you want, meaning you kind of want it, but you really are not assessed about it. The change in your subconscious mind is not going to happen. It just isn't. It just isn't. Which is why chapter nine, by the way, guys, and thinking go rich is called persistence. You see, after you make a committed decision and you say you're going to do this and you're going to focus on one thing at a time and you're going to get obsessed about it, you need to exercise persistence. And what did Napoleon Hill say about persistence? There may be no hero connotation to the word persistence, but the quality is to the character of man what carbon is to steel. Steel is nothing without carbon and your results in getting what you want in life will be nothing without persistence. You must be hell-bent on this. You must be obsessed. You must be stubborn. You must be willing to piss people off on this. People are going to get mad. They're going to be like, what is your problem? Why don't you just stop? Why can't you be content? Why do you have to keep trying to change? And this is where having that desire matters. This is in every aspect of your life. If you're, a ch if you're a parent and you have a child and you have a goal with your child, some of the parents are going to try to talk you out of it. Hey, uh, yeah, we don't think that's going to work. You've got to ignore that. Well, we really think he should probably be on medication. He's got ADD. AD. You've got to ignore that. They're going to try to talk you out of it. That's where persistence is very important. Because 30 days later, 60 days later, 90 days, days later, your paradigm is going to try to come back full swing. See, let me take you guys to the process and then we'll move to step three. Here's what happens. What happens is somebody's gone along with their life and they're in a state of ignorance. They don't know. They're in a mental prison. They're in bondage. Total reaction mode. Then somewhere along the line, they get exposed to something. They see something. They hear something or they talk to somebody or they think this inspired idea that is outside of where they are right now. This idea could be, I should move to another city. I should get a better relationship. I should get my health in order. I should start this business. Whatever the idea is, they get it. Now, they haven't made a decision yet, but they're just thinking about it. It's just a, it's just a thought, right? And then a certain percentage of people from there will actually say, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do this. And as soon as they say, I'm going to do this, Fear, worry, doubt, anxiety strikes, and then they bounce back. But then there are a certain percentage of people who keep going, 
even though they're scared, even though they feel uncomfortable, even though they feel like, oh my God, I'm, I'm worried. What about this? But I'm just going to keep going. And they go and they start. Then a certain percentage of people right after they start will stop. And I'm talking within a matter of days, weeks. They, they start doing what they said they were going to do. They start going to the gym. Something happens. They go back. Then a certain, a certain percentage of people are still excited. There's still emotion involved in the idea. That's what got them over the hump in the first place. That's what got them through the anxiety, the doubt, the worry, and the fear because they were so obsessed about what they wanted. They kept going. 30 days later, 60 days later, paradigm comes back full control. Life starts to happen. Job starts to get a little stressed out. Family starts acting up. All of a sudden, storm comes. And that's how you're really going to know that you're obsessed. That's how you're really going to know if you made a committed decision. See, it's one thing to start, but to keep going is another thing. And so I'm telling you guys this because if you're the person that thinks, if I just read Think and Grow Rich one time, I'm going to be good, you won't. And I'm just being honest with you. Because it's the repetition, guys, of one idea that will not only be the most effective and efficient way of going about it, but it will also be the easiest way to get emotion involved when you're just focused on one thing. And if you don't do that with repetition every single day, feeding your desire, think about this. The paradigm is one person. Your desire is another person. Total opposite of each other. Paradigms like I want to stay. Where I am, desire says I want to grow. Paradigm says I want to stay in my comfort zone. Desire says I want to step out the comfort zone. So let's say you get yourself into a position where you've ignored your paradigm and you've taken action. The desire is in control. Well, you got to keep feeding that desire. It's a person. If you don't feed the desire any food, what will happen to the person? They will get weak and they will die and disintegrate. And every time you don't feed your desire, you're feeding your old paradigm again. That's what's happening. And your paradigm is waiting it's willing and it's ready. Give me more negative food. Please tell me why we can't do this. Keep procrastinating, please. Keep looking for validation. Keep looking for approval, please. That's food for your old conditioning. The food for your desire is when you keep picking up this freaking book right here and you keep reading it over and over again and then you act on it. Feeding your desire is you sit there with your imagination and get lost in it. Feeding your desire is getting that belief up. Feeding your desire is having that level of persistence. Feeding your desire is surrounding yourself with people who are thinking like that already. This is how we got to look at this. You have to become it. Your desire will allow you to become the thing that you want, but you got to feed that desire. You got to look at that desire as a person. Are you feeding food to that individual? Are you starving your desires? Because every time you starve your desires, you're feeding your old conditioning, which is why you stay there.
And just because you start to feed your desire and you're two weeks in and you don't see any growth doesn't mean the desire is not growing because that's another thing. This is where studying plays such an essential part to changing what's happening in your subconscious mind because you need understanding to keep going. This is why the first principle in the science of getting rich is to think your own truth regardless of appearances. For first 30 days, the first 60 days, the first 90 days, you may not see anything happen, but it doesn't mean it isn't happening. Are you willing to pay that price? That's what Napoleon Hill said. Are you willing to pay the price? This is where you got to be obsessed. This is why I say if you just focus on one thing, it's much easier to pull this off than trying to do multiple things at one time. Because your paradigm, it's just too, it, it's too conditioned for that. It's too focused. It, it just, it will overpower you if you're not prepared. How will your old paradigm overpower you and stop you from getting that idea in your subconscious mind? Through logic. Hey, that doesn't make any sense. People haven't been doing things that way. That's not possible. Guys, let, let me tell you something really quick. Okay. I want to make sure I give you guys the right information. SpaceX, which is owned by Elon Musk, they have launched the same rocket once a week for the last six weeks. Why am I bringing this to your attention? I'm bringing this to your attention because the main purpose of SpaceX is to create rockets that are reusable. They launch into space, they come back down, they land, they reuse them again. They've gotten to the point where they don't just launch at once every six months. They're launching once a week. Do you understand that most people believe that was not possible? That only NASA could pull something like this off. And by the way, NASA just recently tried to launch a rocket into space. Didn't work. Every single day, there is a company, there is an organization, there is a family, there is an individual, there is a child doing the impossible. Knock it off with, I can't do this. You can do anything if you believe. Your business can do anything if you believe. Your family can accomplish anything if you guys believe. You can do anything if you believe. That belief comes from focusing on one thing at a time. I was just reading the story of SpaceX. That's why I wanted to bring it up. Now, I'm a nerd with that stuff, so maybe I get off on it a little bit more than you guys do. But just understand something. Remember, there is a time where there is maybe only one launch in a year. These guys are launching once a week. And not only are they launching once a week, they're using the same rocket. 
It's crazy stuff. It's crazy stuff. Every single day, something magnificent is happening. But are you a part of that magnificence? You can be. But you got to plant that idea in your subconscious mind. You got to understand it. You've got to be obsessed. You have to be obsessed. That's what separates people who are successful and people who are not. People who are successful become obsessed with the idea of what they want. And they don't allow anyone and they don't allow their old paradigm to stop them. They go for it. That's what you have to do. Now let's go to number three. What's the third thing I wanted to bring up when it, when it comes to understanding the subconscious mind? Well, before I get to that, let's get the likes up, guys. If you're on YouTube right now, get the likes up, please. Okay? All right? If you haven't hit the like button, make sure you hit it. If you want to contribute to the show, if you're getting value from this, let's get the likes up, okay? This is the best way that you can participate. Now, the third thing, as it pertains to the subconscious mind. Let's go back up and kind of recap where we're at. Number one, number one, plain unemotional words will not penetrate your subconscious mind. You must use words that are emotionalized with belief. You just have to. Okay. And I said the prerequisite to doing that is you need to make a committed decision that you're going to do this and that you believe. That's what we that's what we're talking about here. Okay? The second thing when it comes to your subconscious mind is one idea at a time, folks. One idea at a time. This is why I shared the quote from Bruce Lee. He does not fear the man who's practiced 10,000 moves. He fears the man who's practiced 10, 000, uh, one move 10,000 times. You want to become a master. Okay, that's what you want to do. Now, number three, in understanding your subconscious mind. Your subconscious mind does not know the difference between what is real and what is fake. Why is this a huge talking point? Because the common objection that I hear from people is I'm lying to myself. I'm delusional. What I'm saying is a lie. You're right. What you're saying is a lie, but so is what your paradigm has been telling you is a lie as well. Your paradigm has been telling you that you're not worth anything. That's a freaking lie. Your paradigm has been telling you you're not smart enough. That's a lie. Your paradigm says, hey, you're not worthy of all that money. That's a lie. So you're going to lie to yourself anyway. Why don't we lie to ourselves with some good things? Why don't we lie to ourselves in a way that serves us and gets us to where we want to go? That's the way I see things. I've been lied to my entire life by my paradigm. You're a victim, Devori. Why, why, why'd you let him do that to you? People are bad. They want to take advantage of you. Money's bad. It's evil. That's what the paradigm is telling me. But I realize I'm not my paradigm. I realize that was fabricated by my parents by my upbringing, my environment. That wasn't me doing that. I didn't create that paradigm. They did that. And once I started to understand that, I said, you know what? I need to create a new one. 
And part of doing that is realizing that my subconscious mind does not know the difference between what is real and what is fake. So let's walk through some examples here. This is why for the people who are sh or who are scared shitless when they watch horror movies, this is why. Your subconscious mind does not know the difference between what is real or fake. You come out of the movie theater and you're shook. Why is that? Because one, Hollywood movies have spent billions of dollars, if not trillion, understanding the subconscious mind. They know what they're doing. That's why in the first five minutes of a movie, something should happen that grabs your attention. A problem, a tragedy, a traumatic story scene should take place to draw you in. That's how great movies start. They start with the problem. Why? The problems are emotional. They know what they're doing. So they get you hooked in emotionally into the movie. This is why you see in the horror movies where they make you jump, you know, you, you know, what's coming, you know, that something's going to happen out of nowhere, a big sound is going to go bang and you know, it's coming. And even though that you know that it's coming, you still jump because your subconscious mind does not know the difference between what is real or fake. It just accepts it as it is. So you leave the movie theater scared, got you thinking inside your car when you're driving home, like, man, you know, there's people like that out here. I, do I need to lock the doors? Do I need to get security? You know, they got you all scared. Another example of this is the news. And I would say besides Hollywood, the news is right up there with them, with the most effective uh, things that they're doing to program people. You see, the news can go out there and keep saying the same thing over and over again with repetition. What did we say? Emotional words with repetition is what will access your subconscious mind. This is what the news is doing. Why do you think they speak the way that they do? They speak with a cadence. They speak with a, a particular tone. They repeat themselves. They say the same thing every time the channel comes on. Why? Because they know what they're doing. They want people to be emotionally involved in what they're saying. They want people to watch. They want them to click. Your subconscious mind doesn't know what's real or fake. It doesn't care. So even though the news could be lying, which they do, because the news today doesn't care about telling the truth. They just want to be first. They just want to get the money. You see, if the news was to tell the truth, they go out of business. That's why there's a huge market for people who report on the news, but they don't work for the news. They got their own channels, their own brand. These people are on YouTube usually. Their own channels. You know why so many people follow them and support them? Because they're not out there talking like the news. They're giving them the truth. Anyways, if the news start telling you the truth, you go out of business. There'd be no reason to watch. So the news doesn't really care about really saying the exact truth. They narrate it the way that they want. And because your subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between what is real or fake, it'll just accept it for what it is. Let's bounce back to movies. Let's bounce back to movies. Every movie in Hollywood, if you think about it, now this is touching home for me. Every movie in Hollywood that has to do with African-Americans, how is the movie directed? How is it? I'll tell you how. Majority of the African-American movies in Hollywood is all about slavery. So what happens? As a kid, you keep seeing these movies. 
Then as adult, you see these movies. And what do you choose to believe? This is, again, subconscious mind doesn't know what's real or fake. You're watching a movie, but you end up believing that it's real. It's still happening today. Guys, I know this from firsthand experience. Being an African-American in America, these movies have programmed African-American culture to still believe today that we are slaves. Slaves in one way or another. Slaves when it comes to the system. Slaves when it comes to the government. These, the Hollywood and the news, they know what they're doing. Same thing with politicians. Why do you think the politicians choose their words very carefully? Why do you think they never answer any questions? They want to say things that will program you to vote for them. They don't care about the truth. They're all corrupt. I don't care if you're a Democrat or a Republican. They're all corrupt. Oh, yeah, we're, we're, we're getting into it. This is why we need to understand that our subconscious mind cannot it can't tell what is real and what is fake. So we need to be very careful, not from a place of fear, but from a place of understanding that, hey, if I'm paying attention to a politician, I need to be very aware of what I'm listening to. If I'm going to the movie theater, I need to understand what I'm watching. And I'm not telling you you can't watch horror movies. I'm just telling you why you feel the way that you do when you walk out the movie theater. And I'm telling you, when you keep watching Hollywood movies and you wonder why people act the way that they do, look at what they've been watching. And we take another step down, go to music videos. Why do people dress the way that they do? Why do they act the way that they do? Why do kids bring guns to schools? They see that in the music videos. Their parents aren't doing that. They don't just make up the idea, hey, you know what? I'm going to bring a gun to a school today. No, they don't do that. They've seen it in a music video or in a movie. And their subconscious mind doesn't know, hey, that's a bad thing. Or, hey, don't take that really seriously. No, it doesn't do that. It just says, oh, you're emotional about that? Okay, we'll accept it. And it just plays out. This is what happens. I am not on this show to get into a political debate with anybody. I don't care about talking about racism or anything about culture. I'm giving you guys examples of why we need to understand the subconscious mind. Before we get into any of those conversations, before we can even address those conversations, we need to understand that our subconscious mind cannot tell the difference between what is real and what is fake. So when we see people... With a certain behavior, doing things that we know is not good. We know that they've been programmed. Somewhere along the line, they accepted an idea and they did not know. Somewhere along the line, they saw something and their subconscious mind accepted it. They did not necessarily choose to do it. <laughs> we give people a little bit too much credit when it comes to that. Their subconscious mind accepted it. So when it comes to Hollywood... When it comes to the music, when it comes to the music videos, when it comes to the news, and then, oh, I'm not done yet. Let's get to the biggest culprit so far, social media. Again, you keep watching that TikTok over and over and over again with repetition. Why do you think the videos are so short? 
Why do you think they tell us, hey, you know, you got to get people's attention. This is true, by the way. This is not necessarily a negative thing. I'm just telling you what is. And it's the repetition. And the algorithm's not stupid. Because once you spend five seconds watching a video that you know you shouldn't be watching, what happens? The algorithm hits you with more of it. And now you're stuck. Keep seeing that. And now you just accepted it. And again, your subconscious mind doesn't know that maybe that's not a good thing. Maybe that's not really real. But doesn't matter. Does not matter. So you're watching these reels and these TikToks and these YouTube shorts and these videos with repetition of information does not feed your desire. That's why you're stuck. This is why I was going back to it on step number two. Your desire is a person. Your paradigm is another person. The paradigm wants you to stay where you are. It does not want to change. Your desire wants to change. Are you feeding your desire the food that it needs to grow and thrive and get out there and express itself? You cannot do that if you're spending 90% of your time on social media consuming information that's bad. Your subconscious mind does not discriminate. It doesn't care. But you should care. You should definitely care about the food that you're feeding your mind. But if you're that person that doesn't care what food you even eat when it comes to your health, to even consider what I'm saying now, I don't know. Maybe a stretch for you. We have to understand, guys, the subconscious mind does not know the difference between what is real or fake. We have to understand people's level of ignorance. People don't know. So when they see the music video, they think that must be true. That's how women should act. That's how men should act. Maybe I should bring a gun to school. They don't know people. They're ignorant. When I see the movies, maybe that's the way life is supposed to be because that's the way Hollywood said it is. Because Hollywood has all these movies that say, hey, here's how marriage is. This is how women are. This is how men are. This is what happens to African-Americans. This is the way that it works. I'm not saying you can't watch movies. I'm just telling you, you need to understand what's taking place. This answers the question, why you do the things you do and why you do the things you know you should do or you're not doing. Not because the system, not because the economy, not because of your parents, not because of the world. It's your paradigm. It's what's in your subconscious mind. That's the root cause, ladies and gentlemen. That's the root cause. And that's how your subconscious mind works. This is why when I do these shows, I don't care to convince you of anything. If you believe what I'm saying is false, it will be false for you. That's your paradigm again. That's the lens that you see the world through. It's not for me to change that lens. That's a thing that you got to do for yourself. I can only give you the information, but to make you believe it, can't do that. That's a commitment. That's a decision that must be emotionalized on your end. I, I can only give you the information. I can only ask intelligent questions that make you think. That's all I can really do. But it's on you to accept what I'm saying, get emotion involved in it, and really act on it. So I don't get into the business of convincing you of anything. I'm not here to say that you're wrong or right. 
It's what you believe that will be true. But once you start picking up a book called Think and Grow Rich, and you really study it, you'll see for yourself. You'll see for yourself. If you look at your outcomes, your results you're getting right now, you can connect the dots on why you've gotten those outcomes up to this point. Just look at the way that you think. What do you believe in? This is some deep stuff. It really is. And that's why, ladies and gentlemen, it's virtually a secret. Because to go out there and talk about these things, it's not sexy. It's not. It's not really traumatic. It's not polarizing. And again, what have we been conditioned to look for? We've been conditioned to look for the polarizing information. So we're already conditioned to ignore what I'm saying today. Most people are. They just, oh yeah, I know that already. But they don't do it. So, let's recap here. The prerequisite the, to understanding your subconscious mind and making a change, one, you've got to make a committed decision. A committed decision means you're going to do this regardless. Someone will have to kill you to stop you. Mrs. Langmore from Ozarks. For some of you guys, you know what I mean. Someone would have to freaking kill you to stop you. That's how much you must be committed. It is that dramatic. Yes. You must be obsessed you must be stubborn. You must be willing to piss some people off in the process and be okay with it. If you're not okay with that, that means you're allowing the opinions of others to do your thinking for you. And we already read what Napoleon Hill said about that. When you allow the opinions of others to make your decisions for you, you will have no desire of your own. The obsession out the window. And I gave it to you guys straight, which was the second prerequisite. You need to accept that this probably will take some time. There will be things that won't take any time. You will make a change just like that. And there are going to be some things that you need a little work. You need more understanding. You need more awareness. You need more accountability. You just got to keep working at it. It's going to take some time. Now, number one, I talked about that. If you think you're going to repeat affirmations to yourself and that's enough, it ain't going to work if you're not emotional about it. Because to access your subconscious mind requires emotion. That's the common denominator is emotion. And it can happen through an emotional impact, which is something that is traumatic, which is why I told my story. I had a few traumatic situations that happened to me as a kid. Instantly, my behavior changed. And that's why I saw the life that I had, or that's why I was seeing life through that set of lens. This is why we talked about that to access your subconscious mind, it takes emotion, emotion, and it's the repetition of a new idea that will go into your subconscious mind. Now we have to understand something really quick before I recap two and three, that your subconscious mind is a computer system. It's autopilot. Every computer system in the world has a program 
has a set of codes, has a software that's operating the actual computer. That software, that program, that's the word paradigm. What's in the program? What's in the paradigm? Your belief system, your habits, your concept of yourself, your logic, your perception, your ability to earn money, your ability to develop strong relationships. That's all in your paradigm. And here's the punchline, ladies and gentlemen, you did not create it. It was genetically set and environmentally set. That's what happened. So this is why we must understand our subconscious mind. It's on autopilot. And if we're going to change the system, the autopilot system, we need to figure out and understand exactly what's happening. Number one, I said nothing's going to change in that system or that program if you do not hit it with emotional words. You must be emotional. Number two, you need to focus on one thing at a time. And you need to become obsessed about it. Number three, your subconscious mind does not know the difference between what is real or what is fake. So you need to be very aware of what you're consuming with repetition on a daily basis, not from a place of fear, but from a place of understanding that you want more for yourself, that you expect better from yourself. So you consume better. That's what we're talking about. There's a difference. So that's what we talked about. That's what I'm recapping here. And so where do I leave you as we wrap up the main topic here? I leave you with this. My job is not to convince you of anything. I'm just sharing the information that someone shared with me. A lot of this information I studied from Bob Proctor. One of the best when it comes to mindset and human performance. He's not the only one out there. There are others out there saying the same thing. The bottom line is it doesn't matter what I say or what anybody else says. The only thing that matters is what do you believe? Do you believe that you can have the things that you want? If you do, you're on the right track. If you don't, there's some work that needs to be done. Because no matter what, whatever you believe will become a fact in your life. Again, you can prove this to yourself. Just look at your results right now. And you can connect the dots. All right, ladies and gentlemen. What do you have to say on this topic? What are your direct questions? You guys want to call into the show? The line is open. If you're on TikTok, you're going to have to go over to the YouTube channel. Hit the link in the chat box. And you can call in from there. But I want to address some questions while people are calling in here. Question on YouTube says, what about creating affirmation through making your own music and playing it all the time? Absolutely, you could do that. Absolutely. I think that's a phenomenal idea. I do that. Like sometimes I'll have, uh, uh, or I didn't create it. Somebody else created it. Music with Bob Proctor's uh, information on there or Earl Nightingale or Napoleon Hill. There's music behind it. I like listening to that sometimes because it gets me a little bit more emotion involved in what they're saying. I don't always listen to it that way, but you can do that. And then what you could do is do it with your own voice.
Let's see here. Um, uh, thanks for the positive energy. Absolutely. You have to believe and feel it. Exactly. I liked your natural flow of explaining things. You got a new subscriber. Hey, I appreciate that. Thank you for watching. How can this help me to become better? Well, because this is what it's all about. If we want to become better, we have to make changes. These changes, we want to be permanent, not temporary. To make things permanent, we must plant these ideas in our subconscious mind. And I would say one idea at a time. That was the number two topic that we were discussing. One thing at a time. One day at a time. One hour at a time. If you start living your life that way, you'll be one of the most effective people you know. The reason, the, the one thing that stops people from making progress is they get, they, they get ahead of themselves. They're too busy thinking about tomorrow and next week, or they're still looking in reverse. You start thinking about what am I doing for the next 30 minutes, or what am I doing at 11 a.m. for an hour, then when 12, 12 p.m. gets there, what am I doing for 12 p.m.? What am I doing today? Can you just focus on that? All right. We're going to bring your questions up here for the people on YouTube. All right, let's see what we're working with here. Can I travel in the subconscious mind? Um, I'm not too sure what you mean by that question, so we're going to move past that. TikTok is more supportive than any other platform I've seen. Oh, yeah, you're referencing the comment section. Yeah, I mean, again, if you just kind of pay attention to what people are saying, you'll see. Um, it's quite it's quite amazing. Ghostly111 says, I want to make better decisions. You want to make better decisions... Here's what you want to do. You got to go get Think and Go Rich by Napoleon Hill and go to chapter eight. It's called Decision. Okay. This is the version I have. You can get this on Amazon. Matter of fact, if you're on the YouTube channel, the link to this exact book is in my description. Okay. So if you want to get this exact version, you can go to my YouTube channel, look right in the description and you'll see it there. Now check this out. He says, accurate analysis of over 25,000 men and women who had experienced failure disclosed the fact that lack of decision was near the head of the list of the 30 major causes of failure. This is no mere statement of a theory. It is a fact. Procrastination, the opposite of decision, is a common enemy which practically every person must conquer. So if I were you, I would just read 
the first two pages in the chapter over and over again. I wouldn't read anything else. Why? Because again, I went over it on the second uh, point here. You want to focus on one thing at a time. That's why I tell people, stop trying to look for the best books to read. Just read one book and master it. Listen, I don't care if it's Think and Grow Rich, Power of Awareness, The Science of Getting Rich, Atomic Habits. I don't care. The Secret. Doesn't matter. Just get one book and commit yourself to becoming a master of that book. If you were to do that, you will get absolutely phenomenal results. You'll be the one of the small selection of people who actually get something out of the book. Okay? Motivation, that's, that's not going to get you where you want to go. All right? You want to get the understanding from the book itself. All right? That's what you want. So I would recommend get the book, Think and Go Rich, and read it, chapter 8. Read the first two pages over and over again. Just commit yourself to reading it for 30 days straight. Just do that. 30 days straight. All right. You want to make better decisions? Do that. Does journaling and coming to new conclusions about our limiting beliefs alter the subconscious mind? Excuse me. Um, it can. It can. You'll know it did because just look at your behavior. Now, I journal usually every day, and it has helped me do that. Journaling can help you make changes in your subconscious mind, but it's not just the journaling. You need to act it out as well. Yeah, I was reading from Thinking Go Rich this entire uh, broadcast. All right. I hate the job I'm currently in, but starting my own business, I don't know how to take that leap. Well, uh, let's see if I can pronounce the name. Ava Grace Honer. Here's the deal. You don't need to know how to take the leap. You just need to take the leap. Let me say that again. You don't need to know how to take the leap. You just need to take the leap, meaning just take action. Just do it. Make a decision. Let's go back through this. Let's go full screen. How do you make decisions in your life? The prerequisite to making a decision is what do you want? If you know what you want, and if this decision will help you get what you want, that's all you need. Now, after you made the, the decision, then what you must do to complete this process is you must act that decision out. You act it out through your actions, your time, your energy, and your money. If you're not doing any of those things, you have not made a decision. So if you're in the job right now and you're thinking about starting a particular business and you haven't started the business, that means you haven't made a decision. 
If you want to get the results you're after, if you want to get the outcomes, a decision is required. There's no way to bypass that. How do I make a decision, Devori? You just make the decision. Will this help you get to where you want to go? If the answer is yes, take the leap, make the jump, execute. Don't look for approval. Don't look for anybody's opinion. In your heart, if you believe that's what you should be doing, go do it. Just go do it. Let's see here. Got a good question. I'm a parent. My son is not so confident in his schoolwork. How do I help him change his thinking? Well, first, you need to get him to understand that he is a great student. You got to get him to imagine that. See, right now, what's happening is because your son, he gets the schoolwork, it says he got a D or an F, and the first thing that your son thinks about is he is a D or an F student. That's how he sees himself because through repetition, I can guarantee the teacher's been making comments, right? And and you may not have known any of this, but there may be there may have been some things that you've said that that you didn't even know that once you said it, he just accepts it and says, "Oh, yeah, I'm I'm a bad student." So number one is you got to get him to see that he's a good student. Number two, you got to get him to understand what we've been talking about today. That he's not really a bad student. What's happening is what is he focusing on? What is he thinking about? What's on his mind every day? Now, here's the one exercise that you could do for your son. The one exercise is this. Get him to sit down, get relaxed, and write out the grades he wants to get in his class. Get him to write it out. And then tell him every single day, I want you to write down as a gratitude statement that I am so grateful now that I am getting A's in my class. Just tell him to write it down every day. I guarantee if you did that with him for for the rest of the year, he would get A's. Because see, someone at his age, they don't have a problem not believing. They have no reason not to believe. Their subconscious mind is still weak enough that it'll accept it. That would be my advice. <laughs> so but i end up on tiktok and two hours are gone <laughs> well if you've been listening here this is probably one of the best uh times you spent on tiktok i believe i appreciate tiktok for this live because i'm learning i'm very grateful to hear that thank you yeah if I have many limiting beliefs, would you recommend working on them all at once or one by one? One by one. I absolutely recommend one by one. You see, I talk about this a lot. Let me show you guys something. This book. The seven habits of highly effective people. In this book, let me show you the graphic. It's right here. Habit number two. He's got the words right here. Let me see. Let me first address it to people on YouTube. 
The top level is called interdependence. The second level in the middle is called independence. And the level at the bottom is called dependence. Now for the people on TikTok, here you go. I know that's, uh, don't worry, let me, let me do you guys a favor here. Oh, not that way. There we go. All right. So if you're on TikTok, screenshot this. I'm going to give you about five more seconds. Four, three, two, one. Screenshot, screenshot, screenshot. All right. So why am I bringing this to your guys' attention? Because your question was, if I have many limiting beliefs, would you recommend me working on them all at once or one at a time? Here's the thing. When you try to do everything yourself, you're working at the level of independence. You're trying to do everything yourself. To get the level of interdependence and mastery and be able to work with people more effectively, you need to focus on one thing at a time. You know what makes working with people so effective when every one of those individuals are focusing on their one thing that they bring to the table? That's the point I'm making here. What you want to do, this is a good book too, by the read. I, I didn't even really get into depth about it that much, but I would definitely uh, get that. Um, what you want to do, we used to have this saying in the military, slow is smooth, smooth is fast. You need to focus on one thing at a time. And when you do that, you'll start picking up momentum and then you can go to the next thing. That's how everything is built in, in the world. Okay. They build everything one brick at a time, one stud at a time, one wall at a time, one home at a time, one level at a time. That's how things are built. And if you truly understand that, you'll be very effective in changing your limiting beliefs, but just take it one thing at a time. Someone says, you sound upset, though. I'm not upset about anything. I'm passionate about what I'm saying, but I'm not upset. What about when your subconscious mind is extremely stubborn? Yeah, that will happen. This is where the obsession, the burning desire is so important. And this is why having a mentor is also important. Because your paradigm will try to talk you out of it. And that desire, you need to feed that desire. You just have to. So that's going to happen. But your response to it, you got to go back to why you're doing this. You got to go back to what means the most to you. You got to get emotion involved. Let's see here. Uh. 
How do I program myself to make money with my purpose? It's eating me up, not paying bills. Well, number one, you need to pay your bills. Now, there's a bunch of ways to go at this, but if I was going to give you general advice for everyone that's watching, your number one priority right now is to get a job that will help you pay the bills, a job that you can enjoy enough that will give you time to start working on your purpose. And what you may want to do is write that out. What is the job? Describe it. Get a clear picture of the job that would give you the money to pay for your bills right now in the short term, but also you'll be around people that you enjoy working with and then that will give you enough time to invest into your purpose. That would be my general advice. My more detailed advice, I guess, or another way of going out about this is how clear are you on making money with your purpose? How clear are you on that outcome? Do you actually believe? Are you taking action? Now, here's another thing that you must become aware of. When people attempt to start making money from their purpose, most of the time they're doing it for the wrong reason. They get very caught up in getting money from people and not actually helping people. So you want to check your, your attitude on that as well. What's your energy like around the money? Is your energy resistance, lack, and scarcity? Because if it is, you're going to continue to struggle. So you need to clean up that energy. You need to stop making everything about money, which is why I just recommend go get a job. Okay, get clear on that job. I'm not telling you to go get any job. Get clear on that type of job that would get you the time that you want to invest in your purpose, that would be around people you enjoy, and that would pay you enough money to pay your bills. So you may write something down. Uh, this may be a goal or uh, even a gratitude statement. I'm so grateful now that I have a job that pays my bills comfortably and gives me enough time to invest in my purpose. And just kept replaying that in your mind. That's one idea right there. Let's see here. I'm expressing what I feel. I'm allowed to give my feedback. Possibly I'm not the only one. Okay. What do you like about Think and Grow Rich? Um, yeah, I, I think the thing here is that, uh, let me just address something. So just so people understand what's happening. When I do these live shows um, and this broadcast, I take this very seriously. I am here to change people's lives. I do not tolerate people leaving negative comments in the comment section. I don't care how justified they think they are. That's not why we're here. We're not here for negative opinions. We're not here for negative observations. We're here for change. Change can occur when people are actively engaged in the message and they are listening, not when they are distracted by negative opinions. So food for thought for everybody that's watching. I have zero tolerance when it comes to that. I'm not on here. I am not upset. I'm not negative. I'm here to create change. I'm an expert when it comes to this information. I've studied under another expert who's been doing it for 60 years, who's gone already, Bob Proctor. We know what we're doing here. I'm, I walk this, I live this, I breathe this information, and I have the clients to show it. 
What do you like about Think and Grow Rich? What I like about it is it's everything you need to think and grow rich. It shows you how to think. It gives you 13 principles. Written by a gentleman who dedicated his life to coming up with these principles. Who studied the most wealthy people back in the early 1900s. And the way he wrote the book, I mean, all you have to do is just just study one paragraph and you would be good. So it's really good. Uh, let's see here. Oh, my. Oh, I think I overshot it here. Oh, by the way, I forgot to say this um, for Ava Grace. Stop hating your job. Don't do that. Don't do that. And I'll read it to you. Where's uh I'm going to tell you why right now. This is in The Science of Getting Rich, Chapter 11, Acting in the Certain Way. This is really good. This is really good. Um, because a lot of you guys complain about your current job. A lot of you guys complain that you hate your current job. And you don't want to do that. Okay. Here it is right here on page 74, I believe. And if you have a different version, it may be on a different page. He says, because you are not in the right business or the right environment now, do not think you must postpone action until you get into the right business or environment. And do not spend time in the present planning the best course uh, of action. Just have faith in your ability um, to attract the circumstances that will get you into the right business. Okay. He goes on to say too, that, um, and I'm going to have to paraphrase this because some of this is written in a way that, uh, when you say it out loud, it could be hard to really pick up. So let, let me paraphrase this. So or actually I can read this section. This is fine. Hold the vision of yourself in the right business with the purpose to get into it and the faith that it will happen. But act in your present business. Use your present business as the means of getting to a better one. And use your present environment as the means of getting into a better one. Your vision of the right business or environment, if held with faith and purpose, will cause uh, the universe to move the right things towards you. And your action, if performed in a certain way, will cause you to move toward uh, that business or environment. So what is he saying? What he's saying is this. Excuse me. What he's saying is instead of sitting there complaining about your current job, what you should be doing is being grateful for your current job, doing your current job with the best attitude and with your best uh, foot forward. And then with your imagination, seeing and believing that you'll be in the right business sooner or later. That's what most people don't do. They sit there, they complain, and you know what happens to them? They end up getting fired. This happens to the majority of people. They get let go because their production drops off. They're no longer effective. They're not doing what they're supposed to be doing. Company lets them go. And then they're out of a job and they don't have the job that they want. So if there was the best advice that I could give to someone who's complaining about their job right now, it'd be stop the complaining, 
Go to gratitude. Why don't you be the change you want to see in your office, but also with faith and belief that you will get into the right job sooner or later. But you cannot get into the right job if you're not clear on what the right job is for you. So you want to make sure that you're clear. Now, in your situation, it's the business. So that's why I was telling you, uh, make sure you're clear on the business. But I had to read that out loud because I, that's a, cl- a classical error that we all make. Uh, let's see here. Why does my other account keep getting muted on lives? I don't comment as m- much and I bring likes up. I don't know what your uh, other account is. The book Think and Grow Rich is a dollar on Google audiobooks. Yeah, I recommend you buy the physical book. That's just my opinion. How does that, how does saying that add any focus on the topic exactly? Some days I think about starting a creative venture like a podcast or a YouTube channel, but I don't think I'll be successful. Why do you, okay, let's, let's explore that. What is success to you? Let me go full screen for the people on YouTube with this. I got a good question for you. What does success mean to you? Now, I love using the definition by Earl Nightingale. Success is the progressive realization of a worthy ideal. In other words, success is when you say that you want something and then you start taking action towards it. That makes you successful. So when you say that, hey, you know what, I don't think I'm going to start this podcast or this YouTube channel because I won't be successful, you have to understand the fact that you start the YouTube channel already makes you a success. The fact that you do the podcast makes you a success. Just because you don't have all the followers and listeners you think you should have in the beginning does not make you a failure. We got to get the right information. So what I'm giving you right now, Omar, is understanding Understanding. Understanding leads to faith. Faith leads to well-being. Well-being leads to more action. We want to understand that if we're going to go out there and start a business, start a podcast, start a YouTube channel, stop making it about the views, the likes, and the money, and start making it about showing up for people. That's what I've been doing every day. I take this very seriously. I tell you guys to get the likes up because I understand the algorithm, okay? But I don't really care how many likes I get. That will not define my level of success on what I'm doing. What defines my level of success is, am I doing what I said I was going to do? Maybe if you look at it from that perspective, that might help you. I am new to TikTok. I'm even embarrassed to ask this. Can your lives be replayed if yes, how? No problem. Yes, you can go on my YouTube channel and you can see the replays there. My YouTube channel is my name that you just see from the moderator there. Um, also, this is recorded as a podcast. So you can listen to this on Spotify, Google, and Apple. And it's the same name, Devori Darkens. You can absolutely watch the replay. Yes. Great question. All right. So 
As we wind down here, we'll leave the call line open for another five minutes. If you guys want to call in, you can. The link is in the description of uh, YouTube there. Um, and we'll keep that open. Now, here's, here's where we're at. Your subconscious mind is one of the most powerful things in the universe. It's one of the most uh, magnificent things. It works with perfection. It's on autopilot. It's a computer system. And the programs in that computer system, you did not create. Now, having said that, your objective moving forward is to create a new program. Your objective moving forward is to create a new belief system, new habits, new ideas, a new concept of yourself. That's not always an easy thing to do, by the way. But you can do it. Will it take some time? Absolutely. Relative to the rest of your life, it's a blink of an eye. Now, you'll be working on yourself for the rest of your life, of course. If you keep setting goals outside your comfort zone, you'll always be working on yourself. And also understand this. You are the most valuable asset. The more you invest in you, the bigger the return will be. That's why before you get ahead of yourself trying to make all this money and start all these businesses and do all these things in the world, why don't you focus on yourself? Invest in you. Start learning what it means to love yourself unconditionally. Start studying and understanding the power of your mind. Really make a commitment to do that. If you were to do these things, when you go to approach the business or new relationships or whatever the case, you'll be more mentally prepared. This is why when people try to step out and do things and they're not mentally prepared, they fall right on their face. And we fall on our face because it's a lesson. It's a lesson to tell us, hey, you need to get your mindset in order. You need to start thinking for yourself. You need to understand the subconscious mind. Failure is not a negative thing. It's only a problem when you quit and stop and never do anything about it. You got to keep showing up no matter what. But you also have to show up with understanding. Understanding your subconscious mind, understanding that you have a paradigm that wants you to stop, doesn't want you to grow, doesn't want you to expand. At the same breath, you have desire, which is the opposite of that paradigm, the desire to grow, expand, express itself, step outside the comfort zone, actually realize these dreams, these inspired ideas, these fantasies that you have. That's who you really are. You're not the paradigm. You have a paradigm, but you're not the paradigm. Now, the desire, on the other hand, that's who you really are. That's who you are. That's exactly what you should be doing with your life. This is why I always go back to step number one in my process and the way that I teach things is you got to have a purpose in your life. You've got to fall in love with the meaning behind why you're doing everything that you're doing. You've got to be obsessed on why you're waking up in the morning because with that level of emotion, you will go out there and set goals for yourself. You will go out there and create better habits and reevaluate your belief system and take action. You will do it. But you got to be emotional. You got to be obsessed. And to get yourself to that position, it really just takes you feeding that desire every single day. Just keep feeding it.
Feed it with your imagination. See what you want. See yourself experiencing the things that you want. Don't stop. Keep studying. Keep studying. That's what it's about. All right. Um, I think we got some last call questions here. So we'll address them and then we'll hop off. How do you sign up for coaching with you? You could just go to my profile, hit the life audit call link and schedule a call. Uh, and you may have to tap if you're on because you're on TikTok, you may have to tap on my face twice to get to my main profile so you can see the link in the bio. If for whatever reason the link is not there in the bio, just go over to my Instagram or my YouTube channel, which is the same name, and you can hit the links there. Do you think it's healthy? OK, to have breakdowns every now and then? Well, you know, the great question is this. Um, I don't I don't think it's okay to have that happen all the time. I don't have mental breakdowns. Do I get frustrated? Yeah. Have I gotten angry at sometimes? Yes. But I don't get to the level of being absolutely crushed. So from where I'm sitting with how long I've been doing this, my answer would be no, it's not okay. It's not healthy. Now, that doesn't mean you should beat yourself up for it because you're on your own journey. You're where you're supposed to be right now. So don't get down on yourself because you've had breakdowns. Understand that you need to stop thinking about that stuff and continue to focus on what you want. Sooner or later, you'll get yourself to a level where the breakdowns hardly ever happen. That's the point I'm making here is do not look in reverse. Look forward. Don't beat yourself up. Don't worry about the mistakes you've made in the past. Don't worry about any of that. Focus on what you want and just act from there. Just act from there. That's what matters. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter really what I say, guys. I can give you all the information. But if you guys want to know what's the most important piece of information that you should always be thinking about is what do you want? That's the most essential piece of information. What do you want? And that's where you make all of your decisions. You make it based on that. And as long as you do that, you'll be okay. You'll be fine. You'll grow. You'll get better. You'll attract better things into your life because you're making decisions. But if you don't know what you want, that needs to get addressed, of course. All right, everyone. We're going to call it here. It's been a great show today. Thank you all for who participated. Make sure that you have subscribed to the different channels that you may be watching this on, that you follow me. And also, this is on a podcast, so if you want to subscribe to that as well, you can go back and listen to this uh, episode today. Thank you. Love you. And take care, everyone.